Hey everybody, this is Michael Sweet of Striper. This is Nora from Battle Beast. Hey, this is Reese Scruggs from Havoc. This is Lariah Hayes from Chaotica. This is Tony from Son of the Arctica, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Metal fans, the Great Metal Debate is back. Today we're bringing you David Reed Watson from Potent Melodic Metalers Kill Ritual. David, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we're talking to you at the Mercury Ballroom in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, is this the first time that Kill Rituals played Kentucky? First time with me, definitely. Yeah, I've never been to Kentucky before. And I, you know, driving in here, I love the rolling hills. I'm from Western Massachusetts. It reminds me of the same thing. So it's a beautiful country. You're on just the third day of your coast-to-coast North American tour opening for Iced Earth and Sanctuary. First, how did you guys get on this amazing tour? Um, I called up John. No, I'm just kidding. Our, our, man, <laughs> our management got us this. Um, we're with EMG out of, out of New York. And they got us this, and we're really happy because we just came off the Raven tour in Europe and it bounced right onto this and yeah, we can't be happier. I mean, this is, it's iced earth. Oh, absolutely. And sanctuary. I mean. And a tour coast to coast. So you're getting to go all across the U.S. and, and really show the entire country what you guys have to offer. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're excited because a lot of people haven't seen us. You know, they've heard, heard about us and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, our show, I think, is our high point. Well, before we get into uh, the music and in particular the new album, I want to get a little background from you since we haven't had you on the show before. How did you originally get into music? Um, I couldn't do anything else. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, my dad, my dad is a, a folk artist. He was a he was a banjo player and a singer, and he had a band called the the Tiki's back in the early '60s. And uh, so it's it's kind of run through our whole family, you know. Um, so many singers in our family so i, I kind of grew up with it um I, yeah it was I, i've always sang always my whole life encouraged in your family uh in a way I, I think i think my family would rather have me sing in church than in a metal band <laughs> so <laughs> yeah well and so when did you join kill ritual oh god um i've been with steven now for since 2000 uh 14 i think it was about yeah 2014 he called me up i I did an album with a um with a guy named jed rylands in in the uk he was with a band called 10 and now he's a keyboard player for taiketo and we did an album uh uh, the name of the band was rage of angels and so i got to do this big album with these guys and um uh one of the guys that had interviewed me over in europe um, I told him that I was, you know, freelance singer. I'm looking for a band. And he goes, hey, there's this band out of San Francisco. They just lost their singer. I think he'd be a perfect fit. And so I called up Steve, Stephen Rice. He sent me the music. Um, I, I really didn't like it at first. 
but then he sent me tracks without any vocals and you know my wife and I sat there and listened to it and we're like this is really good music you know um, because vocally you brought a stylistic change to kill rituals fair to say oh yeah and for the worse and in, in a lot of in a lot of thrash eyes you know it's like who is this guy it's uh, a a lot of a lot of kill ritual fans and a lot of the magica fans because magic was really big did not like me at all there i think in one one quote was um that they got david coverdale to sing for a thrash band <laughs> if that's the worst they can throw at you that's not bad given david coverdale's level of success uh, no it's, it's not bad it's not bad uh, so i never i never take any of that stuff to heart anyways i understand that change is hard for people you know um they they get familiar with a certain vocalist it's really hard to gravitate towards another one as a musician does that pushback motivate you yeah it does it really does i i'm up always up for a challenge always and the um the challenge of winning over fans is you know my operatus mode you know I totally screwed up that word my latin sucks but you know what i'm talking about it's that it's I, I'm I love doing shows where nobody knows us or they've heard the old thrash stuff and after the show they go, Wow, that was amazing. I, I didn't think I would like you guys. Opportunity to win them over. Yeah. Well, let's talk for a moment about the band's new release, All Men Shall Fall, out just yesterday as of this recording. First, how long has this album been in the works? Uh it's been in the works about a year. Um we started we started a lot of the album right before we uh, took off to Europe with Raven, and uh, Stephen Stephen does you know most of the most of the music. We had Matt Thompson from King Diamond lay down all the drums for us, so um, we got all that done, and we probably started formulating the music. I started writing it right after, actually, right after I came back from Europe. Um, no, I take it back. Let me. I totally screwed up my time. Um, before we went to Europe, I went to Hawaii, you know, for a vacation. Um, and all the music was pretty much done. We, we got everything done. We were working on packaging, the whole work. So actually it was probably a year and a half now that I think about it. So right out, because right after we finished Karma Machine, we started in on this one. And you mentioned Karma Machine. Do you see... The, the sound on All Men Shall Fall as a progression of the sound from Karma Machine, or were at times you tried to do something different? Um, Karma Machine was originally written for the other singer, Josh Gibson, who's a great singer. He's just a thrash singer. So that album was, was written for him. Um, so the music was catered to his voice. So I just basically wrote what I felt for that, and Stephen was completely cool with me doing that. Um, so All Man Shall Fall was written for me. It's written for my voice. I, you know, I'm a baritone. You know, I'm not a high tenor. Um, I, I, kudos to the guys in Ice Earth who can scream the way, you know. You can, I've seen you. I saw you this evening. You can scream as well, man. Just a different register. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mine's about four octaves down from Stu's. But, <laughs> but yeah. No, no. It's, um, it, this is catered to my voice. And so the writing was much easier for me. And again, Stephen allows me to write whatever I want. And being a spiritualist, I, I, I kind of 
I, I, yeah, I love that aspect that I get to write what I want. Well, let me ask you about that writing process. It seems with song titles like The Addiction, Sin, Save Yourselves, as well as the title track, that lyrically you're going with the, some dark themes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Karma Machine was about karma, you know. Um, Stephen titled the album All Men Shall Fall. He said, I want, to, I want to call this All Men Shall Fall and just run with it. So I did. And so, you know, I, um, I kind of went off the theme of, of all of men's sins. You know, you've got, you've got addiction. One of my dear friends um, had to struggle with addiction in his family. You know, uh, I won't go, get into details, but I, I know a lot of people have struggled with addiction. Um, so I, I touched on that. You know, um, I touched on Sins, which we actually have a video coming out for. It's in the process right now. I specifically wrote that uh, for the Native American Indians um, and what happened at Standing Rock. So I'm, I'm touching on a lot of, you know, money, power, uh, addiction, stuff like that, religion, things that I, I, I believe really drag people down. Where we, we, we're not a union anymore. We're not, and I'm not talking just the United States. I'm just talking us as people. Human race. The yeah. human race, yeah. In line with that, you've already, as a band, released the song Megalomaniac as a single, as a video. What about that song stood out that you wanted that to be the first taste of this new album? People are probably going to hate me for this. And, and I, let me just say that uh, in politics, um, uh, we have, in our band, we have some guys that are right wing. We have some guys that are middle ground. And people probably most likely would think I'm left wing, but I'm a former Marine, you know. So that that's a big part of my life as well. So I, I, I consider myself balanced, I guess you could say. Um, it was specifically written about Trump. And I know that's going to really irritate a lot of people. Um, I... I don't believe what he's doing. And, you know, that's my opinion. Um, but the song itself, the video that we came out with, was based off of Julius Caesar, which I thought was very similar. So a lot of, um, a lot of megalomaniacs that we've had throughout our history as a people um, can be attributed to a lot of different people. You know, Genghis Khan, uh, Napoleon. You can you can put a finger on any of us. It's interesting to me as I talk with metal artists that musicians can really hold a lot of different political and philosophical, sociological views and channel that into the music. And I think generally people from different political persuasions can accept that and take it for what it's intended as. Of course. And, I, you know, I, I'll only do this in interviews, but... I, I try to leave the music as uh, the lyrics as vague as possible, so people can. I learned it from Eddie Vedder. You know, Eddie Vedder wrote songs, and he said, "I never try to put names or places or years or anything like that, because I want people to formulate their own idea of what the song is." And you know, he was interviewed about. I think it was about Jeremy, and somebody said, "I love that song, Jeremy. It, it's a you know my." My son is that person. And when, you know, Eddie Vedder came out and actually said what Jeremy was about, it was completely opposite of what that woman had made up in her head about that. 
but that was important. It's important to allow people to own own it. You know, I, you know, I think of myself as as a lyricist is to, you know, I, I feel almost as if I'm channeling. Um, I'm channeling the lyrics that people can take as their own. You know, I, I you know, I'm I'm always I've always admired singers and bands where people use their songs at weddings or it's got a special meaning to them. I want it to be personal. I don't want it to be about me at all. Now, Kill Ritual is from the U.S. West Coast. Older fans like me remember, of course, Thrash originating from that area, the hair metal scene also. Tell me a little bit uh, from your perspective about what the metal scene is like out there in 2018. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's dying, but it, it's not what it was. You know, San Francisco was like the metal, I mean, the Bay Area thrash was, was big, you know. Um, it's, it's kind of dying out. You know, for, fortunately, we have bands like Iced Earth that are, I mean, they've been together 30 freaking years. You got bands like them, you got bands like Raven, you got, that are keeping it alive and regenerating it. You got, you got kids now in the Midwest, you got kids on the East Coast that are adopting that kind of metal attitude. And it, it, metal's an attitude. It's not... I, My co-host will love that you said that because that's what he says all it, it is. It's an attitude. It's, um, you know, I grew my hair long as a, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child of, of the hippies, but it's, it's, my hair is like my, you know, my, my battle jacket. Yeah. After this tour supporting Iced Earth is over and with the new album just released, what are the band's plans for summer 2018 and beyond? Oh, God. Well, because of Ice Earth, it's opened up a lot of doors for us. Um, and we're very fortunate with that. Our management's already talked about us doing festivals in Europe. Probably, you know, we're talking... One, two, three, four, that is what Ice Earth is right there. You know, that's metal. So the uh, um, summer festivals, definitely doing summer festivals. Um, probably in the fall going out... Definitely going back to Europe. Definitely going back to Europe. That's uh, we love Europe. Um, nothing against metal fans in the U.S., but the scene's bigger there. I mean, it's just true. Yeah, it's it's they've got the attitude. You know, it's a lifestyle. You know, and and it's uh, like these guys are going into battle right now. It's a lifestyle, and um, I think the U.S. hasn't adopted that as much as the Europeans have. And that's, you know, it's, it's yeah, I, I would love to see that happen in the U.S. And I do see little pockets of it, you know, like tonight we've got a great crowd, you know, metal fans. Um, but in Europe, it's, they just own it, you know, it's a pride, you know. we I remember uh, playing in Germany, and this guy stayed there all night long to... Uh, have us sign his battle jacket, have all the bands sign his battle jacket. And it was, that meant a lot to me because it was like, you know, this was his life. As I was watching you after the show, there were a number of fans who came up to you. And interesting to me, a number of fans with their kids came up and introduced you, got pictures with them and their children. 
what does that say about the possibility of a new generation of metal and music fans? I absolutely love it. You know, I, you know, you see, you see concerts of Iron Maiden, you know, and, and that you've got generations of people going to see them. It's, you know, um, it'll never die. There'll always be those pockets of influence in there that are, are going to touch people and be it, be it, because they're angry or be it because they are rebellious or be it because they want to make a change in the world. There's your metal to me is all encompassing in that it's, you know, pop music is nice. It's great to listen to and whatnot, but, but metal attracts every different kind of person you can think of. Well, before we let you go uh, tonight, David, what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise, including the new album, All Men Shall Fall, from Kill Ritual? Well, we're with Dissidents Productions out of the UK. So they can go to uh, um, dissidentsproductions.co.uk to buy it. Um, You can buy it on iTunes. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it on the killritual.com website. Multiple ways, but the best way to get an album from us is come to our shows that is the best way it's personal you know gotta, I, want, I, I want to meet having seen you all tonight you're going to see a kick ass show and then get to meet a bunch of nice guys afterwards awesome way to do it well David Mann thank you so much love the show this evening and great to talk with you and good luck the rest of this amazing tour with Ice Earth and Sanctuary thank you very much thank you